The workplace is changing as more younger people move up in organizations big and small. The old ways and views are shifting. Boy, are they. And a recent study from Gallup points this out. We're going to explore a few of those important changes in the next episode of the Serious Soft Skills podcast. Welcome to Serious Soft Skills, where we help you unleash the power of soft skills. Here are your hosts, Dr. Tobin Porterfield and Bob Graham. Take it away, guys. Welcome to episode 74. Wow, Toby, we've already hit 74 episodes. That is amazing to me. Every time I see a number, it just amazes me. Uh, I'm Bob Graham, if you haven't figured that out already. And with me, as always, is Dr. Tobin Porterfield. Together, we explore and explain, teach and train on the interactions among people and how they can work together more to get things done. If you're a new listener, then welcome. If you're coming back, welcome back and help us out with a great review on iTunes, iHeartRadio, Spotify, or wherever you get this podcast. Those five-star reviews, Toby, as you know, help other people find us, and they make us feel good about our hard work. So, Toby, Gallup came out with a survey recently that shows that millennials want different things than their elders in the, work pra- uh, in the workplace. Sorry, I apparently can't speak well. A big surprise, right? But what did surprise me is what they want. They don't want job satisfaction. They want development. Can you talk about that for a little bit, a little bit Toby? Because I know you're dealing with that in the classroom a lot. So job satisfaction, they don't want, they want development. Well, you know, and I wouldn't say that they don't want job satisfaction, but I think what they see is missing is development. And, you know, I do have to harken back to those old timers before us that always said, you know, well, there's always, you know, people always want something different. There's different things that motivate them. So we shouldn't really be surprised at that. But I I love that Gallup went out and did some research on this, and finally it's given us kind of a direction we can go with. And I'm not particularly surprised um, that this generation in the workplace is changing what their expectation is. I think we saw in a prior generation the desire for greater salaries and greater salaries and some status job satisfaction, and then some discussion of this work-life balance that we've talked about before. Um, And so the progression that now there's a desire for development, I think is really interesting. But I think we've got to unwrap a little bit about what exactly we might say development is. I would agree with you, Toby. And I should have said this was a survey Gallup did of 2,000 millennials. So these are people in that age group. I guess uh, I'm I'm struggling right now to figure out millennials in my mind. I believe they're the people between, what is it, 21 and roughly 35 right now? Is that about right? Sounds like the right window. And, and so I agree with you. We have to define what development is, and I think that's really the important question here. What is development? In my book, development is the creation of opportunities to grow in the job so that you can rise up in an organization. And I think we both know millennials that have gone to jobs, and if there is an upward potential, they disappear. They hit the road. We've heard stories about that. We've seen it in our former students and in other people. What are your thoughts on that, Toby? Well, I think we've got a couple things going on that are 
uh, we still we still see the same result where we see people moving jobs more, but we also saw a transition in the work environment from about the 90s into where we are now, which I know is really a long span. But what we saw a big transition was people were loyal to companies back in the 90s, early 90s, and companies were loyal to their employees. And we've seen that turnaround almost completely as we move into this current time where companies you know, they look at the bottom line and, hey, I don't care how long you've been here. Uh, we don't need you anymore. Good luck. I uh, hope that all works out for you. And so not surprisingly, now people have changed and said, you know what? Uh, there's really no reason for me to have this false sense of loyalty that I can't be aware of better opportunities and not hesitate to leave. Um, so when I see that development statement come out of the Gallup poll, I'm thinking certainly some upward mobility and opportunity, but also that opportunity to really be engaged and be constantly learning and trying new things and um, be appreciated for what you're bringing and what new ideas you might have. Um, I know we've got a friend, uh, Neil, who's been on the podcast with us, and uh, he often talks about when you're developing your, your team, how important it is that you give them the space to take things their own direction. And so as I look at this, as you described, that 21 to 35-year-old workforce, they've got some um, skills that they brought to the table, and, and part of development is letting them do what they can do instead of saying, hey, here's what we always did. Um, uh, sit down and do it like we always did it. And it's just not exciting. Right. Well, you figure that just the technology that they don't they haven't acquired over the last 20 or 30 years, but they've lived it every day of their life. So they're finding these solutions that you and I and people in our age group just can't even imagine. So let me move, Toby, to the next one from this survey. And this was the Gallup survey of about 2,000 millennials. And millennials don't want a boss as much as they want a coach as their boss, which I think is really, really interesting, especially when you think of how I know my teaching has changed over the years in the classroom, and I'm sure yours has as well. Right. Oh, man, I, I know we're still trying to to talk to faculty in the classroom and say, guys, uh, uh, we call it the sage on the stage. And, you know, you used to be that expert and, and have all that magical knowledge. So you would just get up. And, and I remember when I went to college, there was literally a raised platform in the front of the room <laughs> with a podium. And, and the faculty member and, and one guy was really full of himself. He had a full desk set up on top of there. And he would literally get up and, and expound his incredible knowledge. And, and, I'll, and I will I'll add, he, he had worked at Volvo his entire career. And so there was quite some uh, 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 notoriety that came with him. So some, some of you out there will recognize uh, what I'm referring to, who I'm referring to. And uh, so at this, he is the ultimate sage on the stage. And we enjoyed hearing him and listening to his stories and, and encouraging us uh, in, our, as our, in our young marketing careers. But um, the, today's workforce and today's students are certainly different where I'm even at the same part where you know, if I want to learn something or learn about something, I, I jump onto the internet. I'll go to YouTube. I'll catch a video on it. I'll catch a podcast on it and pretty quickly have some good background. So it, it, when I'm 
when I'm working with an expert or someone who knows more about some situation or context, whether that's a boss at a work situation or an instructor or a, uh, whatever that might be, I want to interact with them. Like in coaching, it's like, let's, let's talk through this. How does this work? How do I take my incredible footwork skills and apply it to making goals? And, and so, yeah, I am looking for that interaction, which I think when you, when people say they want to coach, I, I, I'm thinking that, that a lot of that is really about interaction. I don't want a boss who manages me and tells me what to do. I want somebody who can help me sharpen my skills and apply them. So it's pretty, and, and again, I, I look at the workplace and say that makes for a lot more exciting workplace. But as for the leadership, uh, that is very difficult for many of us to make that transition from I worked my way up to be the boss and now you want me to really have to think and coach and interact and uh, engage in this. I, I want to just hand out instructions. Right. Is it interaction, Toby, or is it collaboration where you're looking at complex problem solving and saying, hey, you as the boss know these things, bring this to the table, and I as a newer employee have a perspective, and I'd like to share that so that we can find a solution that we can resolve together, which to me, it's not, that's coaching in terms of, hey, that's a great idea. Why don't you dig into that more deeply and just guiding people as opposed to directing them? Do, sure. Do you think that's part of what's at play here? Sure. And I, I yeah, I, I do. Um, I'm not as comfortable with the term as the coach. Uh, just thinking back to coaches in baseball and soccer and football and so forth and and how we see them interact with a team during a game. Um, but I do. I, I think that term we tend to use in the workplace because we are thinking teamwork and a team has a coach. So the, the coach role in an athletic experience might be very, very different from that coach role that we're looking for in the workplace. Well, and Toby, we, we've seen firsthand through some of the things I've been doing in terms of working with the coach, that the coach is really offering a different perspective that you can build on rather than saying, hey, Graham, get out to second base and don't miss the ball. It's a much different environment. I think it's pointing out areas for improvement. It's highlighting things that sometimes we overlook. And I think even between you and me, we've coached each other on various aspects of our career. Not to say that we formally said, Toby, you're my coach, but you've certainly coached me through things. And I think I've helped you through things. Not me saying, Toby, do this, but hey, Toby, have you thought about this aspect of this thing that maybe you've overlooked? Or maybe here's another way that you could think about tackling it. And I think that's what younger people are looking for. And I think it's hard for older people to acknowledge that they need to give back to this younger group. And I see this all the time. How many people have said to you, I could never teach students? I'm sorry, if you're a leader in an organization right now and you have younger employees, you're leading younger people, or they're leaving, plain and simple. And this survey really points that out, right? Absolutely. Um, hey, Bob, speaking of, let, let me coach you into, hey, go back to second base. Don't miss any balls. Let's, uh, I think we better take a quick break. Nice. Well done, Toby. All right, let's do it. Let's take a short break. You're listening to the Serious Soft Skills Podcast. Hey, Bob Graham here. Are you or is your organization stuck 
Yes, stuck, as in can't figure out how to proceed because of generational differences, infighting, missed deadlines, or poor team dynamics. Or are you stuck, perhaps managing your way without a clue how to drive better results? Or maybe you're unable to keep up with the changes in the workplace or your field. If you answered yes to any of these, we can help you. We coach and train people using a proprietary blend of breakthrough skills to achieve greater success. Want to learn more? Then call 937-754-5575. You won't be sorry, and pretty soon, you won't be stuck anymore. Now, back to the Serious Soft Skills Podcast. Well, Bob, before the break, we were talking about the results of the Gallup poll, and and I really like that they've given us some things to really focus on. I, I believe uh, so often we we experience things and we start in the workplace, we go, hold it, something's not quite right here. Things have changed. And uh, so I, I love when some studies like this can come forward and, and look at a large data set. You, you told us there were over 2,000 respondents of the millennial age group in the workplace and two big areas of what they were looking for in the workplace, I believe you said, were development and that they wanted coaches rather than bosses. And um, I think those are two, uh, I, I don't know that this podcast necessarily speaks to the millennials because they're, they're, they should be listening going, yeah, yeah, aren't you hear us? No, we haven't heard you. And um, maybe the organizations haven't, but I think it was more, more eye-opening for uh, the older generations in the workplace and, and answering the question, well, what's different? What is it with these kids today? And um, and I think we put it into some pretty good framework when we consider just development and then that desire to have coaching. And we can also see why then our millennial workforce is often unhappy in the workplace and will tend to go someplace else. And, and even w- though they might not receive that development, each time you new- move to a new job, you end up with development because you learn the new place, you learn the new context, you might pick up a few new skills, you, you're working with a new group. And if there's not a continuation and an intentional development of, hey, here's some new skills, here's some new things I want you to work on, I want you to grow into, then pretty soon they've accomplished and they've gotten their feet on the ground. And they go, okay, I'm ready to move on to the next one. So we have a real challenge in front of us, and it's something, as, as you mentioned during the break uh, with your little promotion, you know, that's part of breakthrough skills is really saying, okay, we're kind of stuck because the organization can't really move forward if we're constantly turning over our workforce. And if the workforce is just there and just staying and not developing, well, then we're still not moving forward. So it's time for that breakthrough, and it's going to also require this this change of mindset for some of us who are in leadership to understand what it looks like to coach and to develop people more so than uh, to just be the boss. So what an exciting, I I love this one. We haven't uh, done uh, our extended podcast in a while. And Bob, I think it was great to pull this Gallup piece in and get us back on track and get people fired up for uh, the next round. Well, let me give you one more tidbit from that Gallup survey, which is that millennials want ongoing conversations, not annual reviews, which I can tell you, I've dealt with a couple of millennials in my family and a couple of friends who have kids. They do not like annual reviews. They want to have that discussion throughout the year. Don't tell me one time and one time only, this is where I made a mistake. I want to know right away so I can change it. And I think that's really brilliant. 
I'm curious to see how organizations will respond to this because annual reviews are so embedded in how companies operate. And as you know, we're coaching organizations on how to do annual reviews. So they're not annual reviews. They're ongoing discussions. So this really reaffirms one of the things that we've been really bringing out into the marketplace. Right. And all three of these findings from the Gallup's survey correlate with each other so it's not like oh this way out no these are coaches ongoing conversations developing people ongoing feedback not this one year dump and try to encapsulate everything that's happened um now i also got to appreciate how we got to this point with the annual reviews is because if we didn't have annual reviews and we didn't have hr hounding us to to put in in fact i'm 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 getting those emails right now that hey the annual reviews are due for your group and if they weren't hounding us I I wouldn't do them so it is good to document this once in a while but I feel like I, I do with my folks have uh, ongoing conversations so we're moving that way but uh, um, sometimes the uh, annual review is a cop out of we didn't talk to this person all year so at least once a year we talk to them. Of course, not. it's not a real discussion at that point. It's a, uh, well, you know, I don't, I don't really want to tell you what's wrong. I don't want to tell you how you can get better. I, you know, just keep doing your job, right? Which I think for the younger people, that's the worst annual review in the world. You're doing great. Keep it up. It has absolutely no possibility of making them engage. Because if you think they want development, they want coaching, they want ongoing conversation so that one and done annual review come in five minutes boom you're great here's your raise that's gonna really go against everything we're talking about here exactly so yeah what a great challenge of uh of uh, windows of opportunity in an organization and uh, it is a lot to think about even to consider okay uh, okay i get it i think I think as we've described it, folks can say, yeah, oh, I can see how that would work. But making that happen can be really a struggle for organizations. And that's where I think, uh, you know, that's that's where outside help has to come in and kind of come alongside you and, and move you to a new place. Well, Toby, I think that's all for today. Um, next week, we're going to dig deeper into another important issue occurring in the world of work. If you like what you hear, then tell someone else about us because we'd love to have more people listening to this podcast and or give us a review on Amazon or I'm sorry, on iTunes or wherever else. I got Amazon in my brain for some reason. You can comment on Amazon about our podcast, but I don't think they'll care. If you want to comment on something you heard directly with us, like why did I say Amazon, not iTunes, then tweet us at Real Soft Skills. That's R-E-A-L soft skills or email us at podcast at serioussoftskills.com that's podcast at serioussoftskills.com thanks for listening and good day you've been listening to serious soft skills with your host dr tobin porterfield and bob graham if you like what you hear then take a moment to review us on itunes looking for more insights on soft skills then check out our website seriessoftskills.com for blog posts newsletters and other resources and look for a new episode of serious soft skills every wednesday